Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I am your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about the second track from Prince's second album, Why You Want to Treat Me So Bad. Uh, the album of course is named Prince. Uh, this track was recorded from April to the 13th of June 1979 at the Alpha Studios in Burbank and then there was a little bit of overdubbing at the Hollywood Sound Recorders in Los Angeles. Um, as with most of the tracks on this album. It was released on the 19th of October 1979 and is also included on the Hits 1 of the Hits the B-Sides. We have Prince doing everything on the track, as is usual for these first few albums, um, but we have Andre Simone doing some backing vocals. Uh, the song is 3 minutes and 49, and it was released as a single on the 23rd of January 1980, and the B-Side was uh, Baby, um, uh, but then it was released in New Zealand um, with the B-side of Bambi. So I'm not sure why they chose two different B-sides. Uh, but, you know, uh, Warner Brothers spent a lot of money on Prince at this particular point. So I guess they wanted to uh, get as much out of him as they possibly could. Um, so joining me today um, to discuss this episode is John Muggleton. Hello, John. Hello. And uh, before we get into the song... Uh, let's talk about, you know, how you became a Prince fan. Uh, if you can recall any specific kind of track that, uh, made you a Prince fan or when you became aware of Prince. Um, well, I'm an MTV kid. Uh, I am, I was born in 71, so I was around 11 or 12 when MTV became a big thing. And so for me, the first Prince encounter I had was probably either 1999 or Little Red Corvette on MTV. And uh, I remember just being fascinated because uh, here was this little short guy, little short black guy playing guitar and amazing. And at that point, I don't think I was really aware of Jimi Hendrix. So just seeing Prince was just a revelation. And then, you know, after that, obviously, you know, Prince became big with Purple Rain and stuff. Do you, did you see Purple Rain at the cinema? Uh, I did not see it in the cinema. I was only, no. uh, I would have been 13 when it came out. Uh, so I didn't yeah. see it until it hit VHS. And uh, the distinct memory I have of watching Purple Rain on video is that my parents made me go out of the room for the big uh, Prince Apollonia sex scene. But uh, <laughs> I was allowed to watch the rest of the movie with all the cursing and uh, Prince's father slapping his mother and all of the other stuff. The, the domestic abuse was fine, yeah. but the, but the, the, sex, was the sex was not. If, if there isn't an encapsulation of American attitudes there, I don't know whatever will be. <laughs> um, you know, watch as many people be slapped as you want, but don't watch any sex. That's exactly right. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the song then. I think we can easily say that this is, you know, a straight up rock song. Um, you know, it starts with the guitars and the kind of, um, you know, the, the kind of guitar introduction, the kind of the, the refrain of the, the chorus. Um, and, you know, it's it's prominently got guitar featured in. Prince obviously is playing the drums. Um, you know, there's there's just quite a lot of kind of rock stuff going on. Possibly um, the first time out of two tracks, I would say, on this album that are kind of straight up rock. Um uh, I don't know if you'd agree with me on that one. Yes, it is very crunchy, and it's definitely not, uh, it's not, certainly not like uh, uh, I Feel For You, the other track that I'm doing on this show with you, which is more of a funk song. This is definitely would be more at home on the rock station. And, um, you know, it's it makes an interesting contrast with, um, you know, with the, the first song from the album, um, because, you know, you, you come out of um, I Want To Be Your Lover, which is, 
you know, very, the kind of lyrics are very breathy and it's kind of very kind of sexy. Yeah. Um, kind of typical, typical, what people would kind of imagine what early Prince is like. Yeah, it's kind of a bouncy song. Yeah, and then it kind of, you kind of get the, the guitar coming straight in for this and it kind of, it's a very kind of quick uh, change of tone. Um, and it's kind of an, an interesting contrast that Prince chose to kind of start off with a kind of um, a more kind of like dancey song. Um, kind of almost as if he's bending to the will of Warner Brothers' insistence on the kind of like disco elements that were kind of on the first album um, and then deciding to kind of go his way on the second track here, kind of just being like, this is who he really is. You know, this is the kind of, uh, you know, the kind of rock stuff that he knows how to play. At this point, I imagine so, yeah. Kind of interesting, you know, in terms of the lyrics, <laughs> talking about... There's some talk going around town, which is such a great kind of like opening line of him talking about these rumors that he's hearing about people talking about him, talking about this um, this person that the song is addressed to, basically um, saying that you really don't give a damn, which is, again, like such a great opening kind of couple of lines, almost like Prince talking to someone and saying, you know, I've been hearing some stuff that people have been saying about us, you know, which is, is kind of a, an interesting kind of way to kind of start the song, particularly, you know, when... The chorus is, is you know, why do you want to treat me so bad when you know I love you? So, I don't know, suggesting, I wouldn't say an abusive relationship, but suggesting a kind of strained relationship at the very least. Definitely not a happy, fun, everybody's good relationship. There's definitely something happening. And yet, you know, the, I would say that the music's a bit of a contrast to it because it is kind of, I mean, you could say a beat. It's quite a quick song, isn't it? You know, it's it's got quite a good tempo to it. And I, I like as well how... Prince in this first kind of verse lays out, I gave you all of my my love. I even gave you my body. <laughs> like, which to me suggests that, you know, he's lost his virginity to this person who now there was kind of like rumors that this that she doesn't really care about prince anymore you know which is it's just kind of like almost like he's saying look what i did for you and this is how you're treating me which i i, yeah. I just kind of i kind of love that kind of attitude from prince in this song yeah. i gave you this thing and you just stepped all over it and now you're on your way after giving after giving his body he's asking tell me baby ain't that enough <laughs> which is uh just such a great kind of Thing. And I love as well, kind of like the lead into the kind of the kind of chorus, which has the whole, you know, I play the fool when we're together, but I cry when we're apart. And of course, when Prince says cry, he kind of he sings it as though he's crying, which is such a great kind of like touch um, and, and talking about how uh, I couldn't do you no better, which I just kind of I love that. I love some of the kind of odd phrasing that Prince chooses in some of these early songs, which kind of they speak to the kind of like. Um, you know, that like soul and funk influence, like the interesting phrasing of, of sentences is something that kind of, uh, and, and lyrics is something that kind of comes from that kind of, um, that background. And, you know, that the kind of, I couldn't do you no better is, is such a great example of that, um, you know. Uh, and, and particularly when we get to the second verse and he's talking about, I try so hard to keep you satisfied, which doesn't feel like the prince of like the 80s. No. In the 70s here, he's very young. He's, you know, like 20 at this point. And obviously, he's he's trying to keep this woman by doing as much as he possibly can. And he seems to be failing, um, you know. But yeah. He still kind of hurls, not insults, but kind of like barbs at her when he was like, you know, sometimes you're so full of pride and stuff like that. And he's, it's, you know, and uh, I, I particularly love, um, you used to say, I was the best you'd ever had, which... It's kind of Prince boasting a little bit there, I feel. Just a bit. We get the kind of the, the chorus a few times with the, you know, um, how can you do this to me uh, when, you, when you know I care? And then, you know, the song kind of 
goes into mostly, um, you know, Prince doing some kind of uh, some guitar work, kind of soloing away, and um, and you know, just basically showing off. I think. Oh yeah, it's a good solo, but it is kind of um, almost a little wanky, maybe. <laughs> I do like the kind of um, the double tracking as well, the between the the two the two princes essentially yeah. um, playing guitar against himself, um, and you know, kind of um, I, I feel it's I mean it's a great solo, and obviously it's very memorable and very kind of like um, you know melodic, um, but it, it feels um, I'm not going to say like mechanical, but it feels like Prince playing against Prince is not as good as. Prince playing against, you know, Wendy or Lisa or, you know, Michael Weaver in later years or, you know, Levi Sionsa, Caesar. I don't know how to Caesar. say that name. Caesar, yeah. Caesar, Caesar, yeah. You know, there's, when he has someone to play off, it feels a lot more kind of, it feels like there's a bit more of a push against him. Yeah, well, a real band is a real band, you know, and playing by yourself is playing with yourself. <laughs> uh, yes, um, I feel like that could have been the subject of a Prince song. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, like Prince's lyrics, you know, still kind of developing here, but I do kind of like the kind of wounded Prince in this song, you know, talking about how much he's trying to keep this relationship together and try and stay with this person. And yet he feels like he's not being treated equally for Prince to show that kind of vulnerability. Uh, is interesting particularly it's an interesting contrast with the fact that it's kind of like a, a rock song which you you would think of as being a bit more macho than what you would expect from these lyrics which is you know it's always interesting when prince kind of does this and kind of contrasts what you're you know the music that you're hearing with the actual intent of the song um and i, I think this is like a really good kind of early example of that of prince having this kind of very kind of strong rock kind of sound and you know you would be forgiven you know in the hands of you know like the rolling stones or uh, you know, Led Zeppelin or something, this would be a song boasting all about the prowess of the, the singer. Whereas with Prince, it's all about his vulnerability and, and how he feels like he's being mistreated. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Like, and the, particularly if you just read the words, why you want to treat me so bad, that doesn't make you think you're going to hear a rock song, really. No, it, it sounds like it would be a like a romantic, sad ballad, slow jam you yeah. know, and certainly not what you get out of this song. You know, great kind of, um, you know, uh, kind of guitar outro. You know, not a great deal of it because the song's, you know, barely four minutes long. But, you know, it you, you still get a, a kind of a hint of what Prince could do. Um, and, you know, obviously that's something that, you know, on, on later albums, certainly, you know, Prince's kind of guitar playing would be pushed to the fore a lot more. But yeah, um, for me, I would say... Four out of five? Yeah, I would agree with that. That's a good four, four and a half. It's not perfect, but it's a really good song and it's a really fun listen. And, and you know, after I Want to Be Your Lover, it's a it's a good, you know, it's a good one-two punch to start the album off. Yeah. I feel like maybe on the next track, things take a slight downward turn um, and they, they kind of take a few more tracks before they pick back up. But uh, this is, a you know, it's a strong opening to the album. And considering, you know, how the first album was received... Which, if you look at the reviews from the time, you know it was it was not uh, you know it was not a critical success. This is like a nice kind of comeback to the critics. You know, like here are two really strong opening songs. Sure, and I can see why you know Warner Brothers chose to release those as you know as singles. Hey, look, I can do this, even though you say I can't. I can. Look, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now in the video, you've got Doctor Fink and you've got Andre Simone, uh, and you have Gail Chapman, kind of. Um, you know, playing along. Obviously, at this point, Prince didn't really have a band, but he had actually had, um, you know, a band put together so that he could perform for some executives. 
uh, for uh, Warner Brothers earlier in the year. So, you know, some of those would follow him onto tour. And, um, you know, he played this song obviously quite regularly on, on the tours that followed this, you know, the Prince tour. Yeah. Uh, he supported Rick James in 1980 uh, and, Dirty, and the Dirty Mind tour. And he didn't really kind of play this song again until kind of 2009, 2010-ish. And even then, he only kind of really played it briefly as, you know, part of a, a bridge between a couple of other songs, just playing, you know, the riff a couple of times and then moving on. Oh, it's just kind of too bad. It's a re- It really is a good song. I mean, um, you know, there are a couple of, uh, let's say, interesting covers out there yes. <laughs> of this particular song. Yes. Um, uh... <laughs> I mean, let's go reverse chronologically. And um, there is this uh, Dutch star called uh, Coley, which is spelled C-O-E-L-Y. And on um, on the... On a, uh, there's a radio station uh, in in, uh, in the Netherlands, Radio One, and they did some um, some sessions where they had people cover some Prince songs, and uh, Coley did you know what I would say is quite a strong uh, cover version um, of this song. Oh yes, it's very excellent. Yeah, and obviously you know like the 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 falsetto kind of as I've said on some other episodes, it lends itself to a female voice, and Coley is indeed you know a woman, yeah. and it kind of fits in her range, and you know it's a re- that's a, it, you know. Uh, if you enjoy, you know, this song, that is a kind of, it's still quite rocky, but it's a, a, a slightly different interpretation of it. And like, you know, um, having the lyrics coming from a female perspective, it kind of, it puts a different slant on it. You know, having like yeah. a 20 year old prince kind of talking about how he gave, gave you your body and kind of, you know, all that kind of stuff. It sounds different when it's coming from, you know, a woman. And, and it's, I think it's a, an interesting listen. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, a less interesting listen would be the, <laughs> I don't know why, but in 1987, uh, Tuesday night uh, decided to attempt to cover of this song, I yes. should say. Yes, it that is. That sounds a lot crueler. That sounds a lot crueler than I, I shouldn't really be that cruel uh, because it's, you know, I don't think it's terrible. It's kind, it's kind of poor. The, the, the problem with it is more that it's, it's of its time. I mean, it's, kind yeah. of butt rockish it's kind of hair metalish it doesn't really know what it wants to be and i don't think tuesday night quite knew what it wanted to be <laughs> uh yeah it was just i mean she special she uh she has a try at it and i think that the interesting thing is yeah like you say it, it like that cover version sounds very dated and it sounds very like kind of 1987 uh, you know, something obviously Prince would avoid himself when he released an album in 1987, which yeah. uh, did not sound dated. No. Um, but whereas Prince's version, um, you know, I would say if you were to play this to, uh, you know, younger people today, uh, let's say you play this to some teens and try to ask them to pick when they think the song was recorded. I think they would be hard pressed to say, you know, 70s. Maybe they would gather it was like an older song and they might say, you know, 80s or something. Yeah. Um, but it certainly doesn't sound like a, a song from 1979. You know, no. it has a, a slightly more timeless quality to it. No, that's true. Uh, you know, and whereas, which... whereas if you put the Tuesday Night song on there, you can pretty much go, "Hey, that's 1987 <laughs> or 1988." Yeah, it pretty much is. I, I, I think the problem is it's kind of a bit soulless because you know uh, it's very kind of heavily produced and all that kind of stuff. I don't want to rag on that cover too much because <laughs> you know, but it, I, it, it's one of those things where you know. Um, there are other Prince songs that have been covered worse, which you know yes. I'll, I'll get to in a couple of months' time. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a poor version of a Prince song, and it's uh, it's I'm an actress and I'm a singer, and look here's my thing, and I'm in a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, yeah. and you know, <laughs> yeah, I I mean yeah, I, you know the following the following year, yeah, she would be in a Nightmare on Elm Street four, which isn't you know not a bad film. No, it's out good. of that out of, out of that series, you know, it's a it's a it's one of the better ones. It just it just doesn't feel like it does anything interesting other than just kind of updating it 
And mm. I think that's the worst thing you can kind of do with the cover is just make it of the of the time too strongly. Oh yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So uh, I, I mean, I don't think that we've got anything else left to say about this song. No. Nope. Um, so let's go to plugs then, John. Do you have anything you wish to plug? Uh, I'm going to once again plug my hopefully forthcoming uh, podcast that uh, with my 15 year old daughter, where we watch. Uh, movies that I enjoyed as a teenager and that she will probably hate uh, that we are currently calling Dad, What Were You Thinking? Uh, hopefully coming soon to a podcast store near you. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track or you can follow us on Twitter at Prince Podcast or you can email us, I don't know why you would, at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Uh, otherwise, thanks for being my guest here today, John. Thank you. And otherwise, goodbye. Bye. Bye.